in Ohio or Kentucky or wherever. Uh-huh. Is that a no fear t-shirt, Kevin? No, it's a megabyte t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> it's a megabyte t-shirt by way of no fear. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Welcome to episode 98 of Rouge One, the, it, I don't know, it's December now. <laughs> uh, it's getting real Christmassy up in here episode. I'm uh, less Christmas lights than I thought, Kevin Yost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bendy Boohoo, Ben Rogers. <laughs> Page master cost me my job, said Sam. <laughs> That's a good one. Yo, I'm your local December update here with some snow-covered aesthetics. Whoops. Well, Matt just kind of sounds like that for the rest of the podcast. Sorry, guys. I'm only like <laughs> half joking about the page master thing. Can I start with this? Because it's kind of insane. Yeah, go what for happened. it. So uh, we were doing our company's hack week. So engineers get a week, like two weeks every year to uh, build things, right? So I mm. typically MC it because I'm hilarious. And so I was emceeing <laughs> this week's or the presentation for hack week. And I didn't bother to read what the projects were. I was just like reading them out, like, you know, as they came up to demo what they built. Mm-hmm. And one of them was called uh, Words Have Power. And I was like, oh, so this must be a reference to PageMaster. This project, words have power. And then immediately it's about like reassigning gendered and like slave master relationships to be like more ethical. And I was like, oh my God, I should not have made a fucking slave page master joke as in trying to make sure that things like slave and master are not used in code branches and repos. Sorry, for the listener, in most tech companies, um, you have what's known as a master branch. And the master branch is what governs everything that's true about the code. So you have slave branches that are like offshoots of it. This is really gendered and because like there's female and male. Um, it's It's got racial connotations. Like there's a master slave relationship and it's being used in a way that can be triggering, right? Um, mm. I, I, I think a lot of folks don't think about it that way because the tech world is very... Um, Asian and white dominated, but it is simply, it can be, right? And there's a lot of studies that show that black women especially don't feel particularly accepted. So this group in Hack Week was like algorithmically trying to find all these like master slave type coding um, and and try to remove it, which is really cool. It's like a really intentional way to remove racial bias uh, and like really negative connotation from the workplace. And I devolved it into a joke about page master and that was (laughs) honestly mortifying. That's really the extent of what I want. So to share. our podcast is to blame for that one. Yeah, I didn't actually lose my job. Uh, I just <laughs> made something that was terrible. And afterwards, well, it I was wouldn't like, matter anyway because you're getting a new one. Hey, Ixnay on the job. Hey, <laughs> new way. Um, nah, I told him it's fine. Yeah, it's, 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 is it? I'll take this out. No, no, no. I did. It's fine. Don't worry. You about it. signed. Oh. Yeah, no, it's done. I don't want to say where I'm going. 
but and I never will on this podcast because I think they're significantly more litigious than uh, my current employer. But uh, yeah, you know, it's fine. What made-up company do you work for now? Uh, I work full-time for the Rouge One podcast. (laughs) There you go. We're really blowing up. But in really specific countries we're not ready to talk about yet. Uh, Kazakhstan's a big one. Uh, Slovenia. Uh, You're managing it at all. We're really popular with Nigerian princes for some reason. Asian car insurances. Yeah. So, what else <laughs> did you do? Uh, I don't know. A whole lot of nothing, to be honest. Um, <laughs> like, I, I had like this big test that I had to do, and that took up like a chunk of time. And that was Rouge One. It's really tough to work for. Yeah, to even get in, even though you're the host <laughs> or we're like one of the hosts. So that was tough. Yeah, treat everyone. We fair agreed. Here. Zero nepotism. Yeah, z- yeah, zero nepotism. There was only one applicant, but we still fucking put his ass in the fire. <laughs> it was not not the best. Um, but I did uh, get it. I did try Sea of Thieves because I actually used. Whoa. Oh, cool. actually, <laughs> yeah, I got I got um, the Xbox Game Pass, so I really want to share this out into the world because I think it's actually a really cool deal. Um, so I played a bunch of games on that, but I wouldn't say that I, it, you know, it's like one of those things like a mile like a mile wide, like a, but an inch deep. Like I didn't, mm. I wouldn't say that I really mm. played a whole lot of them besides Sea of Thieves, which is terrible. But I'll explain why. Um, <laughs> but but the really cool thing is this Netflix for games model that Xbox now has called oh, Xbox right. Game Pass. Um, and so it's fifteen bucks a month for ult- like the ultimate edition. PlayStation and has something like this, right? PlayStation they, Now they do, but it's all streaming, so which is kind of mm. garbage because uh, okay. most of the country does not have really great Wi-Fi, you know. So it's relying on buffering and things like that. <laughs> on Origin has something search. like that. <laughs> is it good? Yeah, that's what I've been using. To you don't you don't download anything? No, yeah, you. I mean, you download the game. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant it was streaming like PlayStation Now and you said it was good. And I was like, how is that possible? But that's not no. the case. Okay. Yeah, Origins has a uh, system, you know, that I've been subscribing to. Like for... NVIDIA? Yeah, or just get a big Shield. library yeah. of games. Stadia. Yeah, so Stadia. the really cool... So, so, so check this out, Kevin. Mm-hmm. If you get Game Pass Ultimate, it comes with an Origins a subscription too, which is kind of oh, cool. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, well, that's a so good deal. It yeah, so it's like it really is hundreds of games. You can find the whole list of games out there. It's fifteen bucks a month, which is kind of che- steep, but mm. you can do this little trick to uh, make it cheaper. <laughs> Steal so, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only. No. The 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 way to do this legally is that you can buy Xbox Live Gold, and I think they're going to sunset gold, and you can upgrade your gold for a dollar to Ultimate. And you can store up to 36 months of gold and then do the upgrade. So I bought three years of Xbox Live Gold. And then you just pay the $1 and then it converts everything to Game Pass Ultimate. So that changes yeah. something that was like 15 bucks a month to four, under $4 a month, um, which is kind of nuts. So it's like 160 bucks or whatever I paid, you know, at mm. uh, MSRP. And you can get it for mm-hmm. cheaper um, if you look around because it's kind of hard to get the full year you can still get it on amazon because they're trying to get rid of it and stop having xbox like oh, yeah that makes sense yeah yeah but um if you can get those 
those years and get up to three years. And if you have the money, I mean, I'm not saying 160 bucks isn't is something mm-hmm. a dollar to then transform it to this mm-hmm. new ultimate version is really cool. So I'm actually really impressed with it. I think it's an interesting way for Xbox to be competitive in the gaming landscape without being competitive in their consoles because their consoles have left something to be desired pretty mm-hmm. consistently. Um, mm-hmm. But Microsoft has more money than God, so if they're able to <laughs> offer, like if they're able to offer uh, this huge suite of games, and like sure I own like a chunk of them already, but I don't have to worry about any Microsoft exclusives. Which you know I know people sort of tut tut them, but they did buy all the studios, so I can imagine they get better. Um, I mean Xbox has well, always wanted to be the media hub kind of console, you know, which is not so this... really what it's suited for. I like this idea more. You know, where they're, I mean, like, leveraging their... Sorry, what's up? Uh, the big thing about not caring about console exclusivity to Xbox isn't because, like, oh, I hate Xbox exclusives. It's because <laughs> everything also comes out on PC. Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, like <laughs> there's nothing really that exclusive. There is no scenario where I'm deeply regretting an Xbox One and want to throw it off a children's hospital roof. Um, <laughs> Give it to children to throw off the. No, they don't deserve that. I want to. <laughs> hey, it off. kids! <laughs> here's your fucking console. <laughs> yeah, you can watch as I throw it off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little no Timmy, games. I, I hear you wanted to play Halo before you died. Well, here you go. Yeah. Drop. Too bad this is an Xbox One. <laughs> Too bad it's an Xbox One. Yeah. But um, I, I was really impressed by the service, and the one game that was an Xbox exclusive that I didn't want to try was Sea of Thieves, and that game is like, one, the customization op- options is are hilarious. They have six preset faces that you just have to like re-roll over and over again to get like the one you may want, which is just <laughs> the worst character creator of all time, and I can't believe that's their solution to like making a character. And then two... Um, the game is sort of meandering. Like you have like very simple objectives to do, but everyone plays in groups. Like there's definitely like every everyone like has like their guild or whatever, and it feels like early classic WoW PvP where you're just getting owned by people. And so I had my boat like seized. I was thrown off my own boat, and I watched it burn in the ocean. And I started <laughs> playing the game for thirty minutes, and I was like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> I know where I stand here, and uh, <laughs> big click. <laughs> yeah, I hear it's. I hear it's more fun with like a group, you know. But like, I'm not gonna get you guys to play fucking Sea of Thieves, like you know. Yeah. Even if we yeah. were as a group, um, like yeah, yeah. Even if we were as a group, we would all be super under leveled, and we'd still get fucking owned by these sharks who, you know, all they do is what I can tell is like ransack newbies or each other, like in a perpetual war it's like okay <laughs> this is uh not the most welcoming game so that mm. that kind of <laughs> s- soured me on it um well you're stuck with it for the next three months <laughs> yeah one game that was part of the xbox live pass was fallout 76 so i decided to boot that up oh, oh wow shit. you decided to jump into that buggy <laughs> mess Just of taking a tour of these like <laughs> yeah failed just... open yeah, shared yeah. world Ooh, games. look at that one well, as that's... he's walking by <laughs> well like that's my thing that's why i opened up with the xbox like live like uh ultimate pass or whatever because like i think it's a good deal to pay 160 bucks 
to never like just like to dabble in bullshit, you know, for the next <laughs> yeah. three years. And I, I mean, never it's have to like think it reminds it. me. Reminds me of the good old days at the at the old house we all lived at, where Matt had that blockbuster pass, and that's exactly what we would do: is just take whatever junk game that was in the blockbuster aisle, play it for a couple hours, and then trade it back in for another. I mean, that's how we found Army of Two, which became a fucking cult classic amongst us. Yeah, like you get like weird gems that are pretty good, and yeah, sometimes yeah. you just play fucking garbage and it's like all right cool so how much did you pay for that uh, you remember blockbuster oh geez yeah it might have been like 20 bucks a month okay so he's paying 20 bucks a month and i'm just saying if you do the method i did you're paying under okay well like orders of magnitude less you know to have a similar experience i think it's worth it you know and it's Mm. like well it's uh, it, it is what it is. So I played Fallout seventy six. I actually kind of like the game. I'm gonna Uh-oh. play more. Um, <laughs> it once I treated it just like a Fallout game, like almost like a fan made Fallout game. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. I didn't run into that many bugs. Now I played okay, an out a ninety minutes. So ninety mm-hmm. minutes of a Fallout game is not <laughs> playing a Fallout game. So I'm not yeah. gonna say <laughs> that's getting you know, out of the vault. You know, well, I got out of the bolt. I got a weapon. I got to dress up my character. You know, have mm-hmm. I done any of the like shelter stuff or make a bolt or anything like that? No, I haven't. But there is something there. There's like a kernel of a good game there. The world looks really beautiful, surprisingly. Um, Where does so, it like, take place? West Virginia. Yeah, it's in like All the. Right. We're going to start singing the song. Not now, man. All right, you want to do a couple more lines before I keep going? I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well. Shenandoah River. Anybody else? No. No? no. I just okay. had to get that one line in. I'm sorry, Mr. Sud. No, it's fine. I'm just letting you guys have, have, have an experience, you know? Kevin with his hat in his hands. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I I think it's kind of cool. Are you like, online? Can you play offline? No. Yeah. So did you run into anybody yet? Yeah, I did, but they're like doing their own thing, and it's like okay. you can treat it as a single player Fallout game. So like, what is this more akin to? It's more akin to uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. I don't know if you guys have played uh, that. Yeah. The yeah. yeah, you all have, right? I'm pretty sure we all have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was like a game you could treat as a single player game if you wanted to. Like, oh, yes, yeah, there were totally. other people, but if you wanted to just say like, "Hey, I just want to play a Star Wars game," like you could do that, and it's yeah, pretty reasonable. That's sort of what they've done here. Um, and the Steel Dawn update, from what I understand, like just browsing on Reddit or whatever, has really done all these fixes, and it feels more like a uh, a real Fallout game rather than this like patched together dog shit one. Like completed. Well, that's yeah. Cool. Like this is the one where like you can go and you find like it added like a bunch of things like um like like sort of the ancillary stories that really make a Fallout game. Like when you go into a vault or something and you find documents that tell you like a little story, you know, about whatever the mm-hmm. vault was or whatever the situation was. Right. And that stuff's really mm-hmm. cool. And like the game is actually quite beautiful. Um is, are, am I mistaking this for Fallout 3 or 4? Like, 
No, you know, it's it's significantly <laughs> less dense, I guess. Like it's significantly more empty. It's Isn't it a bigger map? Well, that's why it's more empty. <laughs> they didn't put anything in there. Oh, okay. They built this huge okay. map and it looks nice. <laughs> it's a bigger map with nothing in it. Got yeah, it. like DC and like Las Vegas are, you know, smaller, but there's a ton of stuff to do and really great stories. Yeah. Um but the addition of NPCs, which is like a huge complaint in the original release, uh, has done a lot. Like it, it feels like there are stories out there. It just feels like everything's a lot more spread apart and isolated, which makes it feel less of a game world. It almost feels like I'm playing uh, The Outer Worlds, which is a game I don't think either myself or Kevin liked all that much. Um, no. You know, <laughs> but like... I fell off it pretty quick. Yeah, me too. But, you know, is The Outer Worlds... <laughs> better than fallout 76 version one by any metric yeah like it just is right so mm. I, I don't know like i kind of want to go back like i i feel like they can make it better they're they're doing things to make the game better which is more than i can say for say anthem uh you know so <laughs> yeah yeah i really wanted to like it. that's a pretty fucking low bar <laughs> but it was i don't i think version 1.0 of fallout 76 was the same as anthem is that not fair? Or uh, I have I'll, no idea. I didn't. I don't know. They both got really bad reviews. That's what I'm saying. Right off the bat. Yeah. So one of them seems to be fixing things, and like I can actually point to updates. Oh, okay. And the other one seems to just be wallowing. Like I don't know. Like what have they done? Well, you know. Uh, well, the memes. The memes got Todd Howard to get off his butt. Uh, I mean, I think them selling Bethesda to Microsoft mm-hmm. or got. <laughs> to Todd Howard off his butt. No, He's no, like, it was all the, it was all the, it was all the memes. Okay, memes specifically. <laughs> they changed the world. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. I bought a new gaming laptop. Uh, I'm really impressed by it. That's what I've been playing this on because I had to go back to Ohio. So I'm not in Seattle. Uh, so, so that's where a lot of this PC gaming came from. Yeah, because you know Rouge One headquarters is here in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, dots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one two three Fake Street, four three two two one. Five five five, one zero one two three four. I'm super impressed by it. Have you guys seen? I I showed the specs in the chat, but it's the Zephyrus. Um, yeah, it looked really nice. I'm really blown away by it. And so I was able to... The graphics card is what impressed me for a laptop. I mean, the graphics card is like a super miniaturized version of any... Like, the next best graphic cards below the 3080 Ti. Yeah, like the, like the 2070. Yeah, it's yeah. 2070. Yeah. So it's, like, really impressive. And so Fallout looks mm-hmm. great. Um, and another game that looks great is something that Kevin played a lot and was really high on, which was Black Mesa. So I started playing back Black Mesa, too. Yeah. Oh. Um, in the beginning and Kevin mentioned this but they have done so much to change that early experience uh, in such a way that you're interacting with the scientists and actually getting to know them before shit hits the fan mm-hmm. <laughs> before they're brutal. I mean in the first game it wasn't like that right the first game is just like no, it's it like just, these dudes just, yeah um, yeah, they had like on. two canned phrases. They were just like loop through. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't care about you guys. Moving they were on. just like cannon fodder to be like owned. I mean, it was like a scientist murder simulator <laughs> yeah. just to see how these guys die. Um, well, the final. My name's Hugh. Huge target. 
Wow, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but you do better. I'm not. I wouldn't even attempt it. That's the, that's the thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so I started playing that. I was really impressed, but honestly, a lot of this is just trying to kill time until um, mm-hmm. uh, Cyberpunk comes out in like T minus two days, maybe a day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I can't, can't. Yeah. Just, just slowly. Yeah, Kevin brought the realization down when he was like, by the way, you can pre-download today. And I was like, fuck, it's finally fucking coming. (laughs) Wait, so I don't understand why I can't get my code from Amazon. That's such bullshit. Why do I have to wait till the day of? It's nonsense. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. How much money did you save for that feature, huh? You didn't you didn't specify you were with the Rouge One podcast. <laughs> anyway. That's really all I did. I didn't watch anything or anything like that. So I know someone who watches a ton of shit and it's always terrible as Kevin, so let's hear that. <laughs> oh yeah. He does watch a lot of junk, did. yeah. He did this week. <laughs> That's true. He does watch a lot of junk. Uh Hold on, hold on. Let's see. I wrote some stuff down. Um, it was so bad he doesn't even remember what it was. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a real piece of shit I watched this week. All right, let's hear the it. Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Boom! <laughs> you fake with the left, you hit him with the right. Wow, you're hitting him with both barrels, Kevin. <laughs> right in the chest. Catherine Kennedy is injecting her feminoids into our veins. <laughs> um, so I did not get caught up. I was planning on trying to like really push it and get caught up because I wasn't sure. It's a lot uh, of Mando to take in. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't Thank sure you. if like this week was the last episode. And then I checked and it wasn't. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched Ooh. all of season one. And the uh, first episode of season two. Nice. Uh, it's definitely very good. Um, I felt so. like um, just like super minor. I guess, I don't know. Uh, super minor spoiler for season one. I felt it was kind of like the end was kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> it felt like he just did a thing. It spiraled off, and then he was like, okay, bye. <laughs> Just walked off into the desert. It's like, oh, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. I mean, it's a Star Wars <laughs> Western. You gotta yeah. walk off into the desert. Which, speaking of, I again, I haven't seen if it keeps up in season in the rest of season two, but season one, it sure feels like somebody went up to that dial, turned it all the way to Western, and just fucking broke it Rip off. Ripped the knob. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it definitely plays with the, um, the style. Plays is a strong word. Of <laughs> the influences of Western and Samurai all throughout season two. Um, but yeah, season, that first episode's great. I love Timothy Oliphant. Oh, um, yeah, everybody loves the elephant. <laughs> it's a nice, like, lore nod, and I'm sure there's more to it that is out there, but I haven't looked yet. Um, 
And so yeah, it's it's a good start to the second season, and Matt can't stop slobbering over slobbering the rest of what's come out. Yeah. <laughs> it should be on fucking Pornhub. The amount of like slobbering well, that that there's Star Wars out that uh, everybody likes and watches. <laughs> Everybody's watching all the Star Wars stuff, Matt. That's the right, first Matt, just, correct. Just Matt, just remember the the folly and the fall of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I will say the uh, beginning of the last episode of season one is probably my favorite piece of Star Wars content I've taken in in a mm-hmm. long time, which is that scene with the two stormtroopers. Sitting on the bikes, oh, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, just like waiting. Oh yeah, just chilling, shit, yeah. like firing at a can and just whiffing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Punching, yeah. punching babies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for the rest. Yeah, it's uh, a good show. Something uh, that is very different. And is more in line what I think said expected. Uh, <laughs> Here was it comes. Season four of Big Mouth yep. came out this weekend. Oh wow! I didn't even know. <laughs> um, a lot of people like this show. I do not. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I will say, I. <laughs> you guys have been on this road from like day one where just the character designs were too gross for you to ever like step foot. Yeah, the eyes. I don't, don't look have into a the fucking eyes, man. Fetish. I don't want to look at this big gulf <laughs> TV show. Uh, but like, oh boy. Oh boy, do they turn it up in season four. I'm sure they do. It feels like oh, to an they, unnecessary they, amount. It's they like unnecessary on like episode two. Do they like grow up and get more, or is like the animation change, or what? Uh, at one point, a character's uh, anus and intestines are pulled out through his asshole. Why? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be realistic. I thought it was a realistic show. No, oh. this, this happens to people. I mean, hey, this is like a dream sequence, anyway. Oh, I was just saying. There's like demons and stuff. It's not that realistic. Oh. Yeah, they play real fast and loose with like, does time travel exist? Maybe. Do demons exist? Yes. <laughs> what about ghosts? Kind of. And so, don't go into this for the world building. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a very lore rich. I really thing thought to it was like supposed to be like kind of a heartfelt story about puberty and like the puberty monsters were just like a thing like to push that along is that not <laughs> true is isn't an incorrect term uh-huh. but it's a misleading term yeah it's a very generic synopsis of the actual show it's it's heartfelt in the way that like moral oral was heartfelt moral oral is heartfelt mm-hmm. though yeah Yes, but when I think of Heartfelt, which is now sounds like nothing to me, <laughs> already I've said it too much, uh, <laughs> I think about stuff I could, like, safely watch with my grandma. What? Yeah, where there's, like, a little, where there's, like, a piano descending down when people hug. 
Okay. Da 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 da. Like it, it's very gross. It's very unashamed. Um, but it is not not grandma safe. It is about uh, dealing with puberty. It's about dealing with uh, shame and anxiety and depression, and um, it's not like a Bojack. Bojackian, like Bojackian. dismantling of <laughs> mental health, but it's a good like basics for a lot of this stuff. Uh, just like uh, the characters learning to cope with anxiety in different ways, and like you know, and that anxiety is then manifested in their minds into like literal mosquitoes. Um. And so, I don't know, it's, it, uh, strikes a chord with me, I find it really fucking funny, <laughs> this, this season, you already finish went it? Went too gross. Oh, yeah. you did not like it. <laughs> wow, how many, how many episodes are there? Uh, eight. And when did Ten, it come out? Um, Friday. And what's the Dang. show called again? Big Mouth. <laughs> and when did it come out? <clears throat> uh, 2016, probably. When that sounds it? about right. Uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central. <laughs> and it's a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, entirely hand puppets. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a live animated program. <laughs> and it's on CBS? <laughs> um, oh, all right. What else did I do? Um, I, don't I don't know. Big Mouth sounds scary enough. I played more Breath of the Wild, and kind of like before, I accomplished mm-hmm. a lot, and yet but I But actually, never, nothing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's going good. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the main. That's the more weapon slots. Yep. Finally, <laughs> track that guy down. That was. He moves. Yeah, I know. And then I couldn't <laughs> find him. And I was just like, I can hold, like, three swords. Please help me. <laughs> and he's like, nah, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking I'm gone. I'm fucking gone. I'm selling illegal weapons here, man. I can't stand in one spot. <laughs> I allow people to hold more than one sword. That They want me. <laughs> People are looking for me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I look like a king. <laughs> uh, a new game I started playing. Uh, you guys have talked about uh, Hades. I finally... Oh, nice. fucking incredible. I have Hades, but I haven't started playing What are you yet. doing? <laughs> I hate you so much. Were you asking <laughs> us what game you want to oh. play now? <laughs> This is, oh, yeah, this is a prime. This is a prime example. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Yeah. What do you think? I need to get a medbay. I like it a lot. It has all the uh, you know classics. Of Super, Super giant. giant uh, a, a really amazing aesthetic. Um, with just like super intriguing character designs uh, that. They're just like so sharp and yeah. cool. And voice want... actors that sound like liquid honey. Yeah, the the voice <laughs> acting is incredible. I want to just like get a wood burning of like Zagreus or something. Oh, yeah. Like just they have such 
stark black outlines. I think it would look well, so cool. That's one thing I really love, like the design. Like that's like, the hallmark of good character design is if you can tell what the character is based on the outline, and like all their characters are so good. Yeah, good with that. How far have you gotten? Um, it's a weird way to say it. I uh, have made it to the bull a couple times. Cool. Um, I've gotten past Magria a bunch. It's well, now, yeah. It's now, yeah. Like, Magria's on farm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the uh, Hydra is pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, it's... It's really fucking good. Who it's, you like? Who's your what? What's your like go to? Do you have any of the gods you are more particular of for the others? No, like guys. Really. I really, I really like Poseidon and Dionysus. Those mm-hmm. are fun for me. You would because they look like you. <laughs> I look like Poseidon. That's true. <laughs> um, I, uh. Oh, Athena, I like her deflect on dash. That's super helpful. Super handy. Um, fuck, I like getting, uh, depending on the weapon I'm using, I mm-hmm. love getting um, Ares's like, Doom special. Oh, um, Doom is such a nice debuff or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, it, you can buff it pretty quickly to, like, huge damage for every enemy you just, like, touch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And if you have, like, on attack and you have, like, the spear, you just, like, kill just a whole row of guys in, like, one delayed burst. Have you, it's like uh, Fist of the North Star. <laughs> yeah, you... Moe <laughs> Washinderu. Have you uh, unlocked all the weapons and stuff? Um, yes, I believe so. Like, I have the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun. And I think that's the last one, unless right. there's, like, a hit a certain point in the story. I, um, I haven't found anything beyond the gun. Yeah, I've made it... I have no idea how far through the fucking story. <laughs> like, you know, I'm getting snippets and yeah, yeah. shit, but fucking, I have no idea... <laughs> what yeah, the ultimate the whole, goal is to know how close right. I am. Yeah. Um, it's always hard to tell with like roguelites and story, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like the only wall it runs into is that it is a roguelite. So it is like by nature repetitive. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's what all the gods are for and all the different abilities and such. Yeah. Um, I really like the shield. I have to try that. It seems like it's getting rave reviews from everywhere. Yeah, and you yeah. have it, so you're you're, you're halfway there. You literally had to wait for everybody though before you could. Yeah. <laughs> what I did was when I bought um, I bought Luigi's Mansion Three. I uh-huh. had a bunch of those points, and I used some of them to get the game worth ten bucks off. You, yeah, you've been hi- you've been hyping those Nintendo points left and right. Save them up, man. Just yeah, buy stuff on the Nintendo store and get them. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> you just little gotta deal. Get I mean, when you, if you, especially like if you buy the mainline games, you like they're <laughs> sixty bucks. They're sixty bucks, so you get a decent amount, and then you use them on the cheaper games to make them cheaper. Math facts, <laughs> math tips. That's how you get Ninja Dog. Yeah, Ninja Dog dog, Samurai. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like? Two bucks on the store or whatever. 
Uh, well, besides getting them fat deals, what were you up to, man? <laughs> well, um... Seamless. I got a, uh, a low-end gaming PC. <laughs> That's such a funny way to word it. <laughs> well, I told them I said I got a gaming PC. I don't want to make it seem like the listing on Amazon where it said it was a 4K gaming funny. PC. Uh-huh. It's just funny. That makes Low it sound end. really good. It, it can type 4Ks. Um, mm. But it is, it, yeah, I got it set up and uh, I'm currently yeah. recording this podcast on it. Not on the tablet, not on the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everything's going good, Steve. I did beat up Overwatch and played a little. Uh, it was playing Overwatch on no settings. I did play it on ultra settings since like it came out, like when I first got it. So it's like big dip. <laughs> but I got used to it. It's fine. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. Because it seems like you're frustrated right now. <laughs> um, it will suffice until the placement is found. And <laughs> um, yeah, make it a high-end game. Yeah, know, that's my goal. <laughs> um, I didn't play much else of anything else. Um, I sat around and thought about what I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> Asked us. Yeah. We gave you answers, and you still didn't yeah. follow us. I didn't even really like watch that much, to be honest with you. Um, watch damn. paint dry. Uh, I, I, like nothing new, really. Like you Christmas up your house. Yeah, I've been spending a lot of time, uh, you know, cleaning up my house and getting rearranged for Christmas. Sick. And uh, yeah, so. Um, <laughs> What Cyberpunk twenty seven seven come out this week? Let's <laughs> 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 just talk about what games we want to play. <laughs> Man, I can't wait for that Godzilla vs. Kong movie to come yeah. out. But up, up, but up, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I have been watching some British dating <laughs> show. I mean, which uh-huh. one? I haven't watched it. I mean. No, which uh, one? The Great British Bake? Yeah. Is there a different one? Oh, okay. Across the, the pond with biscuits. Christmas. <laughs> the baby yeah. the one that everybody watches. With okay, Noel Calvary. No. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Why are you being so shady about this? <laughs> why do you refuse to say the name? I said it. The Great British Bake Show. <laughs> yeah, well, only after well, we... I said it. I said it. Like, hey. <laughs> the British baking show. Yeah. Where they bake for the British. Yeah. And that's what I get, man. Um, <laughs> that's it. It's fun. It has, like, uh, a lighthearted, uh, peaceful sense to it, even though it's a competition for time is of the essence. But they still are just like, oh, yeah. well. I was an American show. I lost. Like, oh, lots and bobkins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I like. Nice cup of tea, and yeah. I'll be fine. It was really funny because they had an episode recently where they did Japanese bacon, 
And um, what was funny about it was um, they do at the end of every episode what's called the showstopper. Uh-huh. And it's usually supposed to be some extravagant baking thing that usually not only uh, is supposed to taste good, but it's supposed to like look ridiculous in a way. Um, <laughs> uh, but like since they were doing uh, Japanese baking, they were like the showstopper must be like have like kawaii to it. What you know, like. Why? Oh, like yeah. cute? It was um, really funny hearing all these... Uh, really they said that? They said kawaii? Like, they said... saying kawaii and like... Uh, uh-huh. You know... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah. He had a, <laughs> Felding was, he was like, ooh, ooh. Really funny, like, <laughs> um, it's just good to see them, even though it's not in my niche. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, uh, you can imagine. What, what if he had here? a silly hat? <laughs> um, they should do a season together. Really. Do it. That'd be great. Get rid of, uh, what's her name? I don't even know. She's great, too. Yeah, she's great. Oh, but she's um, great. But she's great. I am obsessed with the music in that show, though. <laughs> yeah. You're good. It's all it's good. It's so good. I even downloaded a bunch of it really? onto my uh, I don't, I phone don't, from Spotify. I mean, I'm not. I don't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> what? Just fucking search it, dude. What? There's How like, did you find? Like, I feel like classical you couldn't music find that the music. Part, like, hmm. They have a soundtrack. Like the actual like. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird that they put it out, you know, you know, where when Capcom has just released their entire album on uh, Spotify, the Great British Bake Off is like, bam, put our whole music list up there immediately. <laughs> like, just I don't know, did it? Well, the show started on PBS, right? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. What? But it uh, <laughs> has a downside because it makes you fucking hungry. <laughs> makes you want to eat sweets. Yeah. Yeah. You feel I'm like obligated well, yeah, I mean, to have some. You, have, you feel like obligated to have some on hand. Like, I can't watch it unless I go get some fucking. Unless I'm eating like, a moon pie. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're fucking make a cherry pie. <laughs> I got my oatmeal cookie. I'm ready to watch the Great British. Or just a can of whipped cream. <laughs> it's baking. Bending <laughs> 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 spray. What's wrong with you? <laughs> nope, I didn't. But I did play. And, vi- and the I award for the best 2020 transition. <laughs> <laughs> I played video games and watched stuff. I get if if video oh. if video games and movies are cream and my <laughs> eyes are my mouth, then yes. You made this I, so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, um I decided to watch sure. a movie that had some I you know, sometimes you just want to see some Nazis die. <laughs> 
And so, and so I watched a movie which I realized I had not seen since the premiere of it, and that was Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, it's on. It's on Amazon. I I, I assume it's on everything. I watched it on Amazon Prime Video. Um, yeah, it doesn't detract. It doesn't hold. You know, killing Nazis will always be relevant. And, you know, it's great. Sadly, it's relevant. <laughs> Sadly, it's more relevant than ever. But, well, um, not than well, ever. Besides, huh? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's closer as it's ever been <laughs> to the original. <laughs> but it's great fucking movie. I loved it. Super funny. A lot of awesome, like, those just, like, not even the action. Like, just those really tense scenes like in the bar in the bar in the basement that whole conversation where the uh he gives it away uh spoiler alert by holding up three fingers with his index and not with his thumb which is a uh you know Germans count with their thumb first whereas Americans count with their index <laughs> first and just these little subtle things and stuff like that is so good and so like menacing I can't remember the name of the um, actor who plays like the commander of the SS. Hans Lunda. But um, he's so fucking. Waltz. Yeah, he's so fucking good. <laughs> like he oh, is yeah. such a he is such a good actor in that movie. <laughs> that movie's uh, one of the best for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, it's got his whole like screenplay and script. It's got his whole, you know, his whole shtick with, you know, chapter one. There, I don't think there was serial. I really wasn't paying attention to the uh, Quentin tropes and to see if there was an obscured, made-up serial in the background. But, you know, it's... Do you like the feet? Oh, right. <laughs> you just, yeah, well, there was one trope I completely was right in front of my face and didn't realize, but yeah, I was too busy on the cereal. But yeah, there, yeah, he loves <laughs> the feet. Mm. Yeah, it's not a hidden, not like everybody knows about it. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty open. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty harmless fetish. Is it like harmless? It's most people like to take like, I feel harmed by being made to be part of it. Really <laughs> yeah. yeah. My only, like, real... I just think of the episode of King of the Hill with Peggy getting That's... tricked into doing it, getting tricked into doing the foot uh, the foot fetish wow. pictures. <laughs> and she didn't like it. <laughs> okay, okay. I got that. <laughs> I was That's also my, <laughs> that was that was a really that was a really good uh, movie, and then I checked out another one of yeah, uh, Bradley Pitt's, Pitt's movies. movies. Yeah, I went I went from one Bradley Pitt movie to another, which I didn't I didn't realize until I until uh-huh. I heard his voice, and that was the movie Mega Mind. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love this movie. Yeah, it sounds clearly like a Kevin movie. <laughs> it's a DreamWorks. Yeah. It's a DreamWorks uh, CGI animated movie about that focuses around the bad guy and not the good guy, and uh, it is really good. Like, um, it has some really awesome character development. It's really fucking funny. You got David Cross in it as a uh, as a talking mutant fish guy. 
Mm. Yeah, I think uh, his his name is Minion. You got you got Tina Fey as uh, the reporter lady. You got you got Brad Pitt as the the main hero, and you got Will Ferrell as Mega Mind. It is it is a great movie. Um, the the main villain is so cringeworthy. <laughs> it's <laughs> listening to him it's, talk and like Gaslight is so awful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's yeah. a parody that has only become more relevant. Yeah, yeah. Since the movie came out, and it's <laughs> like horrifying in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. But it's really good. Um, if you haven't seen it, you should totally check it out. Um, this is I. I don't even know when. Like when Pixar released or. DreamWorks released this probably in between a in between a mash of Pixar films, <laughs> but uh, it slipped under the radar for me, so I had not seen it until um, just this last week, and it was really fucking good. Yeah, I give I it. I give it a good. I give it a good nine out of ten bends. I, I think like this has entered borderline cult movie territory. Oh, really? Just of just of. Having, you know, a huge fan base for a movie that flopped pretty hard when it oh, came okay. out. It did flop when it came out. I didn't yeah, really but know like, popular, people but... love it. Fucking nobody who's seen Megamind has a bad word to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Except me. Well, your soul is dead. <laughs> I've never Black seen and it. Tart. So, I'll put that to a test. Nice. Nope. Do yeah, it. Check it out. It's great. It's good stuff. You're not going to. <laughs> and that was that was like all the media I got into. But I also played a game that wasn't Genshin Impact. Don't believe you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking the cycle. <laughs> Breaking the cycle. Yeah, stepping outside is the first step. That gotcha's not gonna get you. <laughs> Dead, but not not it does it, it's its grip is loosening as I'm breaking free. And uh the thing that is helping me break free of that is Max Payne three. Whoa. That's a yeah. yeah, this is <laughs> this feels like a pull. This is an old uh well, I don't know how old it is at this point. I wanna say yes. It was like an early P- I w- either want to say it was a li- was it late PS3 or was it early it's, PS4? It's old enough that I'm pretty sure I got it with a video card, <laughs> but not the most recent video card I purchased. <laughs> it's an odd way to describe the game, but I completely yeah, understand. I think it came out like a year maybe right before Grand Five. Either way, um, <laughs> it's. It's really fun, you know. You know, they're keeping all the stuff from Max Payne 2 and Max Payne 1. You know, drugs heal you, bullet time, diving diving stuff. They do a lot of slowdown. When you kill the last guy in the room, they slow down and, like, show the camera. And you can just keep firing. So you see this guy just, just get absolutely, absolutely obliterated. So it's like you know, it's got a, a fun comic action. 
shoot him up. Yeah, and it's got and it's got the the, uh-huh. the that whole Max Payne super hard boiled flair where every line he says is a, you know is a quip about <laughs> drugs, alcohol, or sex. <laughs> And so I love all his quips, and I love all the writing. The way it's shot, I know, is intentional, but it's also so headachy. Headachy. Because the what camera, when they're doing, yeah, well, because there's like flashes of light. They do a lot of double vision, because you know Max Payne is uh, drugged up and alcoholed out. So they, when the you know they have these like pop up words when certain lines are said. And it's done very cin- cinematic, but every now and then I'm just like, uh, stop shaking the camera or stop showing these <laughs> flashes of light and just tell the story. But um, I'm really enjoying it. It's really fun. I don't assume it's a very long game. I'm like three or four. It is extremely long. Oh, it is, is one it? of the longest games I've played. Yeah. Oh, geez. I'm like four hours. It's like a shooter. It is yeah, exhausting. Yeah. I'm like four hours in, and I'm like, when's this game going to end? So uh, uh-huh. I guess I'm in for a long, long trick because I don't really know how's it, how it's all going to go down. But it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, it's really good. The, lo- the you know, Rockstar is so good at writing. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I love all their their crazy hard-boiled dialogue and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, just that and checking out my uh, computer specs to see if I should buy uh, Cyberpunk oh, for man. the PC or wait to get a PS5 yeah. and I get it back. such a loser and play on the PS4, but, like, I have to play it, I feel like. <clears throat> and it's like... I hear it's quite good. The dev world is like, kind of impressed by it. I haven't seen anybody Matt, like the reason it's coming the PS4 copy yet, which is kind of I'm weird. sorry that is the not the reason happened, it's but... coming out the reason it's coming out late is because of the PS4 and stuff. They wanted to make sure it was optimized for all consoles and stuff. So that's why they uh-huh. delayed it. Yeah, so so it's so, not coming out on PS5 for Yeah, it's what, not going to be it's not going to be I'm sorry. Wow. You buy it now for whatever version comes out for Sony. You, when, it, when they upgrade it in a year or whatever, you get the upgrade. See, that's yeah. a really cool idea. I'm glad they're doing this for a yeah. lot of games, too. So, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I might buy it and then in a year I can relive it. But it seems like an incredible. Yeah. Like, it, like, from what I. Seen, and a lot of people saying, I haven't read like, anything or you can seen play the anything. game. This is like, I guess, sure, like The Witcher as well. It's like, you can play these games 10 different ways a million different times, you know? Like, every yeah. outcome, like, we're all going to have, like, vastly different experiences. Different experiences. Yeah. That'll be fun to talk about. Like, <laughs> we'll see. I feel like it's fucking, you know. We're sold this bill of goods every so? fucking time. <laughs> and then, <laughs> you think this is a you think this is a Molyneux kind of how, situation? How many times have Four. you been promised this, and how many times Four. has it been I, delivered? I don't know. Right? <laughs> well, if I can if I can get the a odds. robot arm, I want robot arms and robot eyes. So if I can what? get those, I'll be happy. 
Oh. <laughs> that's my goal. That's my goal for Cyberpunk. Let me be a, like Cyborg Man. That's fine. That's just a totally different criteria yeah. than what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. That's still my criteria. Uh, I mean, the game's got amazing reviews. I don't know what you're complaining about. I mean, I'm not. I'm just so. saying it's a video game. They didn't, unless they've like revolutionized it. Kevin, we're all going to see those cracks. You can customize your genitalia. <laughs> what more do you want? And this, like. I <laughs> I've been so torn about this and like I'm just I, I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> I debated not Why? Just because of like the fucking crunch and everything Why are you going not gonna on. Why you not going to buy it? Fucking <laughs> because I Can I go off on this? Sure. <laughs> Howdy, Rougerinos! This conversation ended up getting way longer than I think any of us intended, uh, so I went ahead and put it on a different file. Look for the bonus content in your podcast app if you want to hear us uh, argue about crunch culture.